guys, it's Kathy, and we are doing another Paranormal Tales from the Tower, the Spirit Board Sessions, and today we're going to do an Origins Tale from one of the oldest members of our team, and I don't mean as an age, I just mean he's been with us the longest. Um, origin stories are the stories that, uh, that we tell that, that explain how we got started on our journey as paranormalists. So today we are going to listen to the origin story of Paranormalists. Are you down with the Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Not even in front of people, and you're like, God, why did she do it? No, are you down with the Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Jose! Alright, Joe, go. Alright, well, mine starts off with uh, a story about my grandmother. And um, it was like, I think this was around 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she was very sick. She lived in New York and she was, she was, uh, she had like, um, I know she had a stroke at one point in her life, but I don't remember exactly why, when she was starting to get worse, but my uncle came from California and asked my dad if he could move her into our house. So my dad said, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, bring her to us. And he took her from New York and brought her to my house in Bricktown at the time and um she was she had uh, i can't say what she had it was hard to to explain but you could tell over time she was getting worse and worse um but she would always uh her like she can barely speak very well like she would go over words in a difficult way but um she was just you know life was just failing you know mm -hmm. so right. uh i got really close to her at this at this time because she was uh, you know she really loved me you know and um she would always come to my room all the time and always kind of like knock on my door just to give me a hug and all that stuff and uh sometimes she'd walk right into my room and my door's open <laughs> you know so but anyway she was uh she was very happy to, to be with us right. you know so then, I want to say, as years went on, I always try to remember how many years she was with us. I want to say, I think she passed away in 2000, between 2007 or 8. So, there's one point where she, she got so bad that she couldn't, like, it was like she wasn't there, or she couldn't uh, really talk much, but she would always... As she would breathe, her she would always have like a moaning sound, like she couldn't control right. her voice, you know. So that was that was you know that was pretty bad for her. But um, she got so she got to the point where she probably she really couldn't walk on her own. So my uncle had to get her a hospital bed in um, in one of the rooms, and. I mean, just one day she ended up passing away there. Mm -hmm. So then, so then, you know, after, so my uncle moved away. You know, he ended up um, moving with his ex and, and her family. And then after a year that went by, he decided to come back just to sleep over, hang out with us and whatever. And that, it's weird, to, you know, to say a year. But um, it was like a whole year for him to come back. And my uncle, he's a guy that never believed in really anything. 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he never believed in God or he would argue with people that ghosts are just, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but he was, he was, uh, he slept over that day and I always, so the living room was next to my room where, um, where my TV was. So I'm up usually all night sometimes at this time. So I remember when he was sleeping in the living room, I'm in my room and I started to hear the moaning that my grandma, like, I mean, it sounded like the way she used to have her voice in that way. So I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I started to think like, I don't think I could, I don't think I can go out there and check exactly what I'm listening to. You know what I mean? Because it sounded like your grandmother sounded when she was ill. Yeah. And she, and she was dead at this point. Oh yeah, 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 a year. You know? Right. So I, I was like thinking, uh, of course I, I would be terrified to go out there and, and you know, investigate that. But um, I also thought like if I was to open the door, would that stop? Like that right. sound stop right, right, because, right. or would I actually hear it? You know, as and I which would be worse, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I really didn't know what I was hearing, but it was like yeah, I never heard that before, and I know it's not my uncle. I know he's sleeping. Plus, I know my uncle uh, would snore, and I could hear that. Then that's definitely not what I heard. You know what I mean? Like I know for sure. Like I, I can tell the difference. But um, it was just, uh, it was so, it was just the weirdest thing to hear that, and um, then I, of course I was thinking like how how funny it is that you know my uncle comes back after a year and then you're hearing right. my grandmother who he took care of the whole time she was with us right that like would show me that if that was her you know did she come back because my uncle came back right. you know what i mean or everybody was in the house yeah mm -hmm. uh, yeah no my dad uh, my dad I'm, I'm pretty sure my dad was there. and i didn't tell my uncle cuz i know he wouldn't believe me right but i mm -hmm. definitely told my dad because like my dad doesn't i don't think my dad had any like hard experience on paranormal, but he he trusts me, and you know, and I think he thinks it's possible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that was it, definitely creepy, though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's it for that. So, what made you want to pursue learning about the paranormal? Oh, just uh, it was just coming here. Oh no no, I, I was always in the I was in the paranormal very early. Right. In fact, I had a um, a similar uh, thing that happened like you did, but not. I didn't see like a f I didn't see any detail, you know, because I'm very skeptical. So I'm always usually saying that it's possible that this, or, you know what I mean. So I, I mean, if you don't mind, I'll tell that. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I was and this when I was living in Bradley Beach, and I was uh, I could have been like eighteen or nineteen. But I woke up around middle of the night. It's dark in my in my room, and I could have swore I saw a dark figure of somebody who kind of looked like my friend, but it couldn't have been my friend because, you know, my friend didn't pass or anything. But um, as I sat up to to look at it, it did look like it turned, but it still was like a, it was just darker than the dark. You know what I mean? So um, that was a, a freaky story for me. <laughs> you know. So that's interesting. You had multiple experiences, some auditory and some visual. Are you laughing? <laughs> sorry, you look like you were asleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 
Oh, he's pulling this thing out of my head. <laughs> oh. um, you had auditory experiences and visual experiences, which is very interesting. Yeah. And somewhat rare. I just, yeah, I, I just never would know the truth of what I actually experienced. You know what I mean? Well, you know the truth of it, you just don't know what it means. Yeah. Right? So you know, you know you saw it, you know what you experienced, you just are, you don't know how to interpret it. Oh. And I, I, think that that's a, I think that that's another, you know, common kind of way that we go on the road. I think um, for any of you guys that have ever done the seances with me, towards the end of the seance, what I always say to people, you know, like we ask for proof, we ask for evidence, we ask for miracles, and then we get them and we say, yeah, that's not good mm-hmm. enough. And, you know, the truth is, is that, like I said, um, you have to take evidence and put it into a pile. And then ultimately one of the piles is going to tip and you're going to say, that was enough for me. I know that it's this or it's not enough for me and it never will be, you know. Um, and I will tell you, even on my travels, and I do this all the time, I've been doing it for more than 30 years and I do it professionally and I do it day in, day out. And I get sick to death of it, you know. There are days when I'm just like, you know what, I wasted all of this time because there's nothing to it. And then something will happen and I'll say, I'm wrong. There's something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and when people always ask me, like, what do you really believe? And th- Again, it's not belief for me. I have seen enough to keep me looking. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. now... I've done seances where I've stood behind people and gotten the most obscure name that pops into my head. And I think you guys have all seen me do that. Yeah. So the question to me is only where did that name come from? It's the only question. It's not, it's not, so the question to me is did it come from the person, the living person in front of me? Or did it come from the dead person they're trying to connect with? And that's a big difference. But it's not that big of a difference because if, it comes from the, per- the living person in front of me. That means their thought left the boundaries of their physical body, and I read it, mm-hmm. yeah. which is the beginning of the idea of personality surviving bodily death. So it's, you know what I mean, all of these things. Mm-hmm. But I think, Joe, I think it's okay. You know, you say you're skeptical, and I think it's okay to be skeptical. I actually think you're a very good investigator because you're also open-minded. In other words... You're skeptical, but you also say, that I don't understand. Show me more about yeah. that. I, you know I, mean? I always looked at myself that, like, that can't be type of thing. Not to say that it doesn't exist, but for me, like, you know, the whole sixth sense type of thing. I don't know. Like, I, like I never thought I had that in me. But well, I remember. Know, I know they're out there. But the, you know the, I, mean? I know, but remember, we, we all have, I mean, we have, like, 400 senses, I mean, the idea that there's only five senses is, is false. You know, science will tell you that there's hundreds of senses. I think the thing that's important in keeping an open mind is that you have to also include the paranormal as a possible result. Yeah. You know, it has to be... I remember a guy came in and he, you know, he was a very nice man and he was respectful and he, he didn't believe anything uh, that, was, that we study and that's absolutely within his right to do so and he said isn't the study of the paranormal just taking something tiny that happened and blowing it out of proportion and i said all right but isn't disbelief taking something tiny that happened and pretending it didn't i mean just because it's not a hollywood quality event doesn't mean 
you, you know, it reminds me of Ghostbusters when he talks about, you know, we saw a spore move <laughs> seven inches, you know what I mean, in 26 hours, but it still moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still unexplainable. So just because the power isn't what you expect to see in a blockbuster movie or that you've seen in a blockbuster movie doesn't mean that it's not there, you know? And I think that all of these little moments that we're talking about, and if you remember, they're all personal. Every single one of them was a moment of vulnerability and very personal. You get personal. You're, you're alone. You know, you're mourning your grandmother. You're being put in a position to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? All of those are these moments that are really private and personal. And what did they do? They started you on a road of study, of opening yourselves up and saying, I'm going to be vulnerable because I want to know more than I want to be safe from it. And I think that that's a really important distinction. You know, and I think when you ask what makes a paranormalist, that's what makes a paranormalist. I prefer the term paranormalist to paranormal researcher because we're not in the lab. Oh, no, behind the trees. You know, um, <laughs> you know we're not... We're not Paranormal investigators, you know, I mean, why not? You know, if anything, we go on safari. You know, we're not hunting, we're not ghost hunters, we're right. not the wall. Paranormal um, explorers. Although I want so a ghost on a wall. Now I want a ghost on a wall, like a deer attack. <laughs> so actually, I'll just get a blank, I'll just get a blank one. And, Can't you and, see it? And you just be like, no, she caught that one. Yeah. It's invisible. You know? <laughs> um, but, uh, but so I want to thank Joe for sharing his uh, origin story. Um, and I want to thank, uh, obviously, Heather and, and TJ for being here. And you guys. I want to thank you guys for being here with us tonight as well. Um, and uh, this is just another little origin. It's just a little way for you to get to know us a little bit better. If you have any questions for myself, for TJ, for Heather, for Joe, for Christina, um, for anybody that you hear on these podcasts, Please feel free to drop us a line at info at paranormalbooksnj.com. Follow us on Instagram. Um, follow us on Spotify, iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. I actually have some really exciting news that I'm going to be sharing as well very soon um, about investigating the Paranormal Museum and your opportunity to do so. Um, but we're going to close it out for tonight. Remember, these drop every Tuesday. If you have a subject you want us to talk about, please let me know. Um, I'm pretty much always on social media, so you can catch me pretty much anytime. Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye.